0: Well, hello everyone. Welcome back once again to the VOV Network, where great things are always happening. Uh, it's uh, Saturday morning here, and we are live streaming to our Facebook and YouTube channels. And this week, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic, and that is your guide to setting better relationship boundaries. Joining me this morning is Mina. So Mina, say hello to everyone out there.
1: Hello, I'm Mina, and I am the cultural ambassador for VOV Network.
0: Good morning. So uh, you ready for to get into the session and share a little bit about boundaries and why we think they're important and definitely why it's important to maintain healthy boundaries in your relationships. And that, that's going to be our focus for today. You, you're kind of excited about it. Cause I am. Yeah. It's, it's going yeah, so to be. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get in this.
1: All
0: right. So as we said, today's discussion, we're going to be talking about boundaries um, and specific to obviously um romantic relationships or dating, but also just relationships in general. So whether that's going to be family, uh, work relationships, social circles, and many other places, why it's important to have healthy boundaries, what that really means and looks like, and then how to go about setting or having those discussions to set boundaries that are healthy for you from a self-esteem standpoint, from a self-care standpoint, and also just self-respect standpoint. So those are kind of the big filters and we'll get into some more detail of that in just a second. So before we go, uh, Mina, give them a little bit of information about the, the chat and how we want to manage that today. Yes,
1: yes. So we do have a chat and you can chat while you're on Facebook or any of the other uh, areas that we are at. But please make sure when you chat, mention your name, because we don't know who it is that we're communicating with with this app. So. Um, it's nice if you put John, whoever, whatever your name is, just pop it in there and we'll, we'll um, know who we're talking to. And if you don't want to, no, that's your boundary. Just don't do
0: that's it. That's your boundary, absolutely. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly what we're talking about today, setting you can, a boundary. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. You can so let's it.
0: dive into it. Uh, we're going to bring in the presentation okay. now. Uh, as I said, for today, we're going to be running through um, Guide to Better Relationship Boundaries and what that's all about. We're going to start that by taking a look at uh, a general definition of what boundaries mean from a, from a definition standpoint. So let's go there, take a look. So definition of personal boundaries, and I'm going to read the two bullet, bullet points that I have here. Uh, personal boundaries uh, equals taking responsibility for your own actions and emotions while not taking responsibility for actions or emotions of others. And we'll we'll break that down a a little bit. I'll read the second bullet point. Uh, Boundaries integral to in relationships because they help maintain a balance between you, your partner. They minimize conflict. Uh, They also establish a precedent for what's expected from each other within the relationship. And that's really what we're talking about when we discuss boundaries and, and what the general definitions of it is. And I think going back to the first bullet point, very important that we think about our own personal actions and being responsible for those. And then also our emotions, because and, and, it's your emotions, obviously tied up in some shape, form or fashion with anyone that you have any type of ongoing communication or relationship with. There's usually some kind of emotional tie that's there and then also understanding that um, you're not necessarily responsible for that other person's actions. I mean, I know you mentioned that last week and we we're having our discussion about, you can't control the other person no, you're kind of thing. It. And that's part mm-hmm. of what setting boundaries is all about. Um, and then boundaries being integral in relationships is, is really speaking to the fact that, um, especially when you're talking about uh, keeping a balance because mm-hmm. that's where relationships become, uh, too codependent when you, you you can't keep a balance in it. You know, you want you want to have some interdependency then versus codependency, which is a different mm-hmm. thing. Uh, and then also when it comes to conflict, because if, as we all know, with any type of relationship going long-term, um, there's going to be things that are going to come up that's going to be conflicts, you're going to have differences on you, but you're going to need to be able to work your way through those things. And, and that's setting boundaries, especially get healthy boundaries, one of the things that's going to allow you to be able to work through those conflicts um, and come out of it on the other side of it better and stronger in the relationship. Uh, And so that's really what we wanted to focus on. Mina, what do you want to share on that?
1: I have a comment about this. So the person whose boundaries are violated because they don't set those boundaries, right? They don't express them, um, may not even realize that they do that. So Um, On the other side of the coin, if you're in a relationship with someone and they're that person that's um, holding back for whatever reasons, um, you can ask the person, what are your goals? What, you know, what's, what do you think about this or that? You can get, you can initiate the conversation so that person can do their part in giving you what you need to know, what they will accept
0: that's a great point and we're going to touch on that as we go through the presentation today because um and again communication right Uh, always an important part of any relationship and we will talk in here about uh why it's important to um have that two-way communication have that open and honest communication and how sometimes it does take um the person who. Uh, maybe is more open and uh, aggressive in communicating to try yep. to draw out some of those things in, from the other individual. right? Yes. So we, we absolutely will get into that uh, as we talk about some of these things today. Mm-hmm. What about the second bullet point, anything that you wanted to, to add on that one?
1: Um. Yeah, uh, the minimizing conflict. So you could have something going. Someone violates your boundaries. You have something going on in your head that that person has no idea. They don't understand why you have attitude. Why why um, they're you're short with them or whatever. They violated your boundaries, or the, or even you don't want to be around them because they violated your boundaries. But they weren't really aware that that was a boundary for you.
0: Hmm. And so again, back to communication, right? Mm-hmm. Um, being able to effectively let them know um hey this is why i'm you're getting this from me yes. right now because yes. this happened or that happened and again we'll, and we'll but, talk uh, go ahead
1: but it's good up front if you can communicate that. if you can
0: have it up front right mm-hmm. and that's really kind of two what we're going to be looking at today is um kind of a preemptive strike if you want to use that term how to yes. start to set these boundaries and have these discussions mm-hmm. up front and early on in in the relationships and then understanding that setting mm-hmm. and keeping your boundaries yes. is a ongoing progressive thing it it really is something that never really stops because you change situations change right. the world is a whole different place today because of covid and right. different career paths and not going to work or all those things have probably impacted mm-hmm. where yeah. your boundaries used to be versus where they are today so we'll dive into that a little bit deeper
1: and it might take reminders you might tell it say it, at the beginning, and they forget, or
0: they forget, yeah,
1: or doesn't don't realize that that behavior is going into that personal boundary area.
0: Absolutely, okay. yeah. yep. Moving on to uh, the next slide, then. So this is where we talk about some of the general advantages of healthy boundaries, and it's basically a, a circle of things here. And I'm going to start at the top, and I think the top one especially with what we're challenged with in the world right now today, uh, is probably one of the, the most important ones in this circle as we, as we look at it. And it's just good mental health um, because we have so many stressors that are happening uh, because of how our lives have changed, how our, how our normal patterns have changed. I mean, I, how many times I know I'm on social media, I'm talking to different people, and they're, they're, they refer to the new normal, right? Whatever mm-hmm. that means in their particular whatever way. that is, right, it, right, <laughs> uh, and 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 then literally, it's the new normal for today because it, yes. things keep changing day mm-hmm. to day. Today, what are the rules? Where can I go? What can I not do? Um, so, good mental health is an important thing. So, having healthier boundaries will help you defend and fight off um, all those various things that are uh, mm-hmm. going to attack you anyway from from out the outside world per se and help protect your, your, your good mental health. Uh, moving around the circle, I'm gonna go counterclockwise. Um, influence others' behaviors. And so that's the other thing about having good healthy boundaries is maybe sometimes someone is behaving in a certain way that does violate your boundary by you communicating that. You can help them modify their behavior to better mm-hmm. suit the relationship and continue to have help it be strong and uh, to continue to grow as a, as a relationship. I think that's a very important thing um, from that standpoint. Uh, Next one is uh, avoidance of burnout. And that's also true because when you are in a situation where someone is consistently pushing you to your limit, knocking you off, off your balance, as we talked about in the previous slide, that wears on you. And it puts you in a situation where over time it kind of burns you out. And it, it zaps your energy, it, it zaps you emotionally. Uh, it just really challenges you uh, from a, going back to the first thing, a mental health standpoint. So that whole avoidance of burnout, by setting boundaries, you can help prevent that. So you do have the energy and the focus that you need to proceed and, and uh, being continue to be engaged in that particular and, relationship.
1: You know, I know we're, we on a lot of these things, we talk about the... Personal relationships, like romantic, but on this one here, I could see that happening with work. It can happen with relationships too. You're burned out. You don't want to be around that person because of it. But um, at work, if you have this situation, you're constantly, you know, bombarded with the boundaries being crossed. I can see a person burn out. Like I don't want this job. I don't want to be in this place. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. And I absolutely agree with that. Uh, Moving on to the next one. So developed identity. Um, And this is a very interesting thing because um, this is one I really didn't think about initially when thinking about boundaries, but it makes perfect sense from a self-developmental standpoint. uh, Because especially when you're younger, obviously it's all about social friends and being with the right click and those types of things. But even in that, you start to develop your own independence. Um, identity, who you are, what makes Mm -hmm. you tick, what what you're about. Uh, So having boundaries helps you further develop in those ways because the things that you are truly passionate about or that you really want to pursue or how you want to put certain things out into the world that may be uncomfortable for some of your friends, some of your family, uh, different things like that. But you need to say, hey, listen, this is what I want to do. This is how I feel about it. That's a boundary that's set so that they can learn to understand and respect that boundary of your personal identity. And I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next one is developed uh, autonomy. And that kind of ties back to the identity. So you are looking at, you know, just starting to develop your own individuality. Uh, Autonomy mainly here though, from the standpoint of being able to be self-sufficient is really what they're talking about. So, and that I mentioned uh, in the previous slide, we we're talking about the terms interdependency versus codependency. and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go forward. but that's really what autonomy is about is helping develop that skill set, the mindset that you need to truly be able to function and operate independently of mm-hmm. others versus having to have that codependency in uh, mm-hmm. those types of things. And I think that's also a very important. one. And the last one in the circle says good emotional health. And that comes right back up to the mental health. Uh, so emotional health is different from mental health. It's it's mm-hmm. that fire inside of you. It's that um, mm-hmm. emotional, the heartbeat that's within you and making sure that you maintain and take care of yourself both mentally and also emotionally. Mm-hmm. And th- this information was all provided to us by positive And that's mm-hmm. where we got this chart uh, and just a great, image with a quick look around of the things that are there that really talk about what are the advantages and where you should focus in on to have good, healthy boundaries. Mina, what do you want to add on top of that?
1: The, the thing about the emotional health and how you can separate that out from mental health. So mental health is your, your whole person, your, you know, your health of your um, mental state, but dealing with emotional, um, it's a part of it, but when you talk about emotional health, it could be how you express yourself too on those emotions that you're feeling. So, what you're feeling—anger—you, you, you know—that's a part of the um, your emotional. Um, it could be happy, it could be elated. There's a lot of emotional words that uh, people don't think about You go from. A lot of people go from mad to happy to sad and but there's so much more out there you can look that up but um this is really about how you what you're going to display and what probably what's going to be seen outwardly maybe your face your body your um how you react to situations of I, uh, emotion.
0: yeah I absolutely agree. So yeah. let's dive on a little bit further. We're going to move to the next slide. And this is where we're going to talk about uh, types of boundaries to consider setting. And I mean, I'll let you uh, kind of review this and, and yeah. give give them some feedback on what we got going here.
1: So when we're talking about overall expectations, um, we're talking about all kinds of um, relationships. So um, how you you giving and receiving what boundaries um, need to be set. So you're telling what your boundaries are, but you're also getting from the other person. It could be family, it could be romantic. Um, It's easy to talk about romantic relationships easier than some of these others, but um, we're really talking about that. So it could be even an area, let's just say sexual preferences, like what you like, what you don't like, you know, Mm -hmm. in that romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you really got have to, need to express those boundaries. You don't want to be sexually violated. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, um, orientation is another part of that sexual boundary. Um, maybe um, you want to be, and I'm talking about what you call each other, he, she, they, you know, them, making sure you know what that person prefers, or even, you uh, Knowing their orientation for the sake of your relationship mm-hmm. might be important. Depends. Uh, financial matters, let's go on to financial. We were just talking about tolerances. Financial matters. Oh, Brian, do you have anything?
0: I'll keep going. I'll come back. We'll circle okay. back to it.
1: So, in financial matters, <laughs> those are escapable in relationships. Inescapable. Um, it's a uh, Gonna be part of your, your dealing with human human beings and human interaction. So uh, those are important. Your boundaries. I, I got one boundary that that sometimes happens has happened over my lifetime, and I and I can remember me and a friend talking about this one. We are very giving, and if we think somebody might have a hard time paying for a meal or whatever, we'll do that. Oh, I got it. Don't worry about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when that It doesn't happen on the other side ever. (laughs) That is a boundary, you know, and it's a financial matter. So we're not even talking about um, romantic relationships, talking about friends or you go out in a big group and you always get stuck with paying the extra that's left over because you feel bad for the server.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: somebody didn't give enough of a tip, Mm -hmm. gave what they required for that meal. Right. So Financial matters are important. Um, it will make you walk away from friends and not spend time <laughs> with them of it. Yes. So it's not just friends, it's relationships too.
0: Relationships um, in general, yes.
1: Yes. Or somebody moves in with you and they're not paying anything. They're not paying any part of the rent. They're not paying any of the cable. They could just pay the cable and the gas. Yeah. But, you know, that's another financial matter. That's a friend, right? Right. Um, past lives. Uh, what you should, what should you share? You know, nobody... You don't owe anybody anything about past lives, but um, it is something you should communicate about. What is your boundary on that? Like some people don't want to hear about your past lives, don't want to hear about that ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. They don't want to know that. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe that is their boundary that they need to know. They feel like they need to know. and So you might need to communicate about what is okay to talk about. family, you got to set the ground rules about family, like spending time with family and um, family coming to your house and knowing, you know, what is the boundary for your spouse, your friend, or even if you're living with roommates, what's the boundary? Family coming and staying for longer than a week, you know, is that a boundary crossed? Mm So, um, I just hit the mic, sorry. Um, Personal goals. Now, nobody is allowed to tell you that your dreams are worthless or um, terrible dreams. Mm -hmm. You have a right to have whatever dreams or goals you wanna have. So, um, but expressing them with your partner or your family, um, expressing what your goals are and what your boundaries are related to your goals. So um, yeah, that's a good conversation to have. Um, Mm I feel like you have something to say about that.
0: <laughs> I do, but keep going. I won't I'm let here. you get to the end. I have, I'm oh, going yeah. back over a lot of these, so. <laughs>
1: additions, additions to the family. That could be pets or children, you know, in a relationship. It could be additions to your sexual activities. And what are your boundaries in that area need to be spoke about. And these need to happen up front.
0: Mm-hmm. Not
1: just that, I'm talking about all of these. If you can do them up front, it's best because then you don't have the tension and the the um, difficulties in the future over what your preference was.
0: Yeah. And then I want to chime in on this one where we are. Um, with additions, It you know, you obviously think immediately um, yeah, romantic relationship or something mm-hmm. like that, but it applies in a lot of different ways. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, children, yeah, that's a big one. Pets, that's a big one. It could be something yeah. as simple as... Um, you know, a vacation that you want to take with mm-hmm. friends, you know, and then how we go about doing that. Cause that's an addition to maybe you've never done it before. So what are going to be the ground rules when you decide to set out on this adventure, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but children, pets, all of that. And this is why I say with yeah. boundaries, yes, conversations early and often to get yes. established, but you got to revisit it because yeah. The, yeah. I, I'm sure children, a lot of people probably went into uh, a dating relationship, and then eventually maybe even got married. And then five mm-hmm. years in, when you know what, we said mm-hmm. going into this, no, or we said yes, but now we look at it, we're in a different place, a different space. Now we need to revisit that conversation. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you didn't
1: to... talk about it, right? You didn't right. talk about it in the beginning, and then you find out they got ten kids. <laughs> I mean, what you gonna do?
0: True. <laughs> That's a decision there. That, that, that's decision time, right? Mm-hmm. So keep, keep going, and we'll, we'll circle back. Okay, on so
1: minutes. now we're on time. How much time you spend together, and that can be difficult. And we're talking about all relationships, right? Mm-hmm. If I work with you, do I wanna deal with you outside of work? Maybe not, <laughs> depends on who you are, like, <laughs> you know? Um, and then yeah. in relationships, you, you gotta set those boundaries up front. Um, and then you can continue talking about it, but you know, what, what do you see best as far as time together? Mm -hmm. You know, you might want more time than your partner or your partner might just need, I know people who just need time alone. Mm -hmm. You know, they just people that are um, introverts that, you know, they, they do that time alone well, and they need that to kind of refresh, download all that stuff from being around people. So you, you, you can't be up under them all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to chime in on that one too, because I think the the most important piece of the whole time thing for me, uh, is the alone side of it actually, not the together side Mm -hmm. because it is mandatory for me that I have some of Mm -hmm. that, um, especially with work and and talking Mm -hmm. and interacting with people nonstop throughout the work week. Um, or there's just that end of it where it's just like, okay, I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> I don't want to see anyone. I yeah. just want to sit in a nice quiet space. And that allows me to kind of rejuvenate and recharge. Right. And so it's
1: kind of the emotional the, well the noise, the emotional noise, the vocal noise, the just the no, just of everything and just needing to have be able to be in your own head space and thinking about whatever you need or or just being alone it just feels good you know when you're around people all the
0: time yep absolutely yes Mm -hmm. all right cover that last one well
1: the last one digital presence this needs to be talked about
0: for sure yeah yeah
1: like what is okay um what violates your boundaries like and how much time you spend in these things or or interruptions of constant media maybe like it says calendar right mm-hmm. social media tracking apps calendar what's okay for you know and, and not even that in the relationship so much but your boundaries could be violated in the area of social media um you know these like it says trackers calendar you know you have to set your boundaries so you might have to set it with the digital space
0: right uh, yeah, this is a big one, actually. And this is, uh, as we know, if we rewind the clock 10 years, yeah. you didn't have to have that conversation. You know, I mean, just no. 10 years. So it's not like it's a, no. a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but now that the, the presence and the persistence of all your digital yeah. interfaces, yeah. You know, screen time is, is the term that everybody calls it now. Yeah. I mean, how much screen time you know are we getting? Uh, and, and it's just way too much compared to, again, where we were 10 years ago. But then because of the development of, different things that are out there, especially social media, the tracking apps, you know, it's, you know, find my iPhone kind of thing, right? Um, Which, yes, that is where the iPhone is, but the iPhone's with the person, right? So what is your boundary that you should set with with the person regarding that? Um, Do you feel comfortable with them being able to literally track your every move? Are you okay with that? I'm not taking a side on it because each relationship is different. But whatever you personally feel for your own emotional health, your emotional well-being, your personal safety, all these different things do come into play, that's something you absolutely should stand on and you should communicate to the person that is using that tracking app or whatever else you're talking about.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Same thing with a calendar. Um, I know several couples that have... That challenge from the standpoint of, yes, because you're coexisting, you have certain responsibilities that both you need to be involved in and time needs to be blocked to take care of those things. So both of you need that information Mm -hmm. on a calendar somewhere so you both know what's going on. But then does that mean every little personal thing that I may have also needs to be on that same calendar or can I have a separate calendar, right? So does that mean I'm hiding something because I do that? I mean, these are the conversations that start to come into the whole thing, right? Uh, And that's why I think it's very important that you have a very detailed discussion about your comfort level with digital presence, uh, what you expect, uh, as well as definitely the boundary uh, inbound towards you, what you don't want them to do. Or uh, From that standpoint, I think it's very important. Um, and I want to jump back to the top and go back to overall expectations, which was one of the first bullet points that uh, was on here. So, and this is, as, as Mina said, you know, that's on the give and the receive side, setting your expectations. And I think that's one of the things that people probably do the not as good a job of is yeah. setting the expectation of what they expect to receive. People are really good at building the fence. From the standpoint of i don't want this i don't want that these are my limits inbound
1: Mm -hmm. right
0: Uh, as far as your behaviors towards them but talking about what you do want to come through the wall right Mm -hmm. and expressing that clearly is i think one of the key pieces that sometimes we don't do as good of a job of or we overlook uh, or omit completely and i think that's where the ball gets dropped a lot talking about what you do expect to receive what are your needs really is what it that what that's boiling down to and making sure that when you talk about overall expectations that you include what your needs are that you do want to receive not just the things that you don't want to receive i think is very important
1: and why do you think people don't express their boundaries what do you think that is
0: Again, and you know, we the last few weeks have had some very interesting topics. We had ghosting, mm-hmm. we talked about authenticity, uh, etc. And uh, one of the common themes that has been running through that is confrontation, yes, right, yes, and, and wanting to not have it or avoid confrontation, right. And we, and again, we have talked about the fact that in any type of relationship. There are going to be differences, and it was mm-hmm. mentioned even here in the slide before, talking about you know you, you're going to have some differences and how to deal with those things. So confrontation is just a natural evolutionary piece of having the mm-hmm. discussion, and mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we yeah we need to get comfortable with. Uh, being better at dealing with confrontation. And I think yeah. we might have just found a topic for an upcoming video. <laughs> confrontation. We, keep, we, 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 you know, when you think about it, we keep coming back to that as one of the yeah. huge, big roadblocks mm-hmm. and that leads to whether it's passive aggressive behaviors or not being authentic to yourself or not being able to set the proper boundary because you are not wanting to have that confrontation. So
1: I but then there's
0: the other side of the coin too. Sure. <laughs> there's people that don't feel like they owe you
1: that. You know, they don't like I I do what I do, I am what I am. Just and it's not an intentional like, I'm not gonna tell this person, but I'm living my life. Deal with it, like it or move on, right? Mm-hmm. And um that's a diff- whole different subject there.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, I think I think you're right. So and let's talk about that because um, personality comes into this. Right. Mm-hmm. So because what we're going to lay out here is some 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 general guides, as I said, this is a guide, too. Right. right. But you still have to take all this information and then understand a your personal personality mm-hmm. and then the individual that you're going to that you're in this relationship with and yeah. what their personality traits are. Mm-hmm. Because some of these things may not apply, may not work well based on that particular individual.
1: Yeah, we might be talking about parents, you know. When we get up there in age, we're we're not really going to be changing a lot in our personality. <laughs> Go ahead, and this say This is it. Yeah, you think this, this or that? This
0: is your boundary. Okay,
1: but I'm yeah. Mama, and you know. It's
0: hard to change those. Absolutely right. Absolutely (laughs) right. All right. So that's the types of boundaries to consider setting. And obviously there could be more, but these are probably some of the most important ones for different types of relationships. Uh, So these are the things that if you haven't thought about it uh, or don't really know what your boundaries are in relation to these things, and then start to then dig down a little bit deeper, um, you know, your expectations of, a friend is different from a lover, is different from a co-worker, mm-hmm. right? So it is a little bit of work to, mm-hmm. to start to put these things together and then understand how they're important for your own personal, emotional, and, and mental health, and it, it all ties together. Yeah,
1: it feels so much
0: better. Yeah. Next slide. So now we're going to get into the other side of the coin. We've talked about, you know, what a boundary is, why they're important, Uh, We've talked about maybe some of the types to set. Now let's get into the actual process of how to set them. So next slide is how to set personal boundaries. And this one actually has a graphic and four basic areas, very simple to the point. And this also came from positivepsychology.com. Basically it says first step first is to define the, which basically means identify the desired boundary or boundaries. So whatever it is, identify it, make sure you clearly understand it for yourself, what it's about, why you need or don't need it. Because remember, it's it's two-way. And I think that's the thing you always have to remember when you talk about the boundary. Um, What is it? something that you're blocking because you don't need that to come your way? Or is it a desire that you do want to come your way? Uh, You have to set those as well. So it's it's a two-way street.
1: I got one for you. You can work it out through here. I... Don't like to be lied to, and most people don't like to be lied to, but uh, that would be a boundary that's hard for me to come back from. So I've defined that.
0: Okay. Very good. I
1: know that. I know that. I know, you know that. that trust is, is going to be waning on that. Trust is going to be, uh, I don't know. And, you know, so that's going to be an issue and, and my attitude and everything you say to me, I'm going to be like, eh. and that could be in a relationship friends, family, whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: next. Go, go, go. <laughs> all right. No, true. And we're going to touch on that in, in specific coming up. And so you can definitely chime in some more uh, yeah. when we get to that point. So the next thing on the slide is communicate. And again, we've all a million times, any kind of relationship communication, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Say what you need. Four very simple words is what it says here. Communicate. Say what you need so remember uh-huh. last week you know it might have been the week before we go were, we we're having a discussion about um mind reading or something like that it's like uh-huh. i'm supposed uh-huh. to be able to just uh-huh. figure it out right, right. You know, What what's what's going on and that's because it's
1: common sense right but it's not
0: it's not it's it, you the, the, again the assumption right you're making the uh-huh. assumption that this person sees it or understands it or feels uh-huh. it uh, interprets it, whatever whatever you want to use, in the yeah. same way that you do. But yeah. Yeah. we're different people. We have different perspectives. We all have multiple things going on at different levels in our own personal space, not to mention that the two of you or the group of you in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to see it and, and, and respond to it in different ways. Probably those four words are probably one of the, the best four group words about what this whole thing is about. Say what you need. It's a very important part of it. Moving on to the the fourth, uh, excuse me, the third thing here is uh, stay simple. So don't over explain. You don't need to you know write a dissertation or any of those types of things to express your position on something. Keep it simple because the simpler it is, the easier it is for the other person to understand it, to digest, and and probably ad- adapt to. In the relationship, you make it the super complex 42-point PowerPoint yeah. slide. Then it gets way too complex for anybody yeah. to manage, right? So yeah. stay simple with it. And then the last one we're going to spend some time on later, but want to bring it up now because this is one where it can get a little bit gray, but and that needs to be managed properly, or the whole thing can blow up. Right? And the last one is set consequences. And basically, that gets misrepresented. And what their definition of what that means is, say why it's important. So we we think set consequences is, is there's a punishment, right? But that's really not what they're saying. They're just saying, from your perspective, you need to say why, whatever this boundary is, this need that I have, why it's important in our particular interchange or relationship. Right. So those are the things to filter through when you want to set personal boundaries. Define it, communicate about it, stay simple, set consequences. Uh, mean anything you want to share on top of that?
1: Yeah, they sound simple, but not always <laughs> easy to do. But yeah, those consequences. So we were talking, I was talking about trust. So at that set consequence, the consequence is the trust. Mm-hmm. It's the trust and our future activities. Well, whoever it is, I'm going to have that side eye. Yeah, right.
0: Because because of the, you're at a point lie. where the, the trust has been compromised because of yeah. the lie.
1: When yeah. you lie to once, this may start to happen. When you're continually lied to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like, is that true? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Totally get that. All right, Mm -hmm. so now we're gonna move on. So we have learned um, at this point, you know, how to set the boundaries from a communication standpoint and as far as the process flow goes. Mm -hmm. So let's move on to the discussion itself. So this is a big one. Um, This is the, the when that time comes to actually say, okay, I have determined that there is a need that either is being violated some uh, inbound activity or a need that I need to express that I'm not receiving. Um, so I need to talk about that. So this is the boundaries discussion and what we do um, before the discussion and during the discussion. Mina, which one do you want to cover?
1: I'll, I'll do the before the discussion.
0: All right, go for it. So is it shorter? <laughs> it's shorter. It's <laughs> shorter.
1: So clearly, define your own personal boundaries rooted in self-esteem self-care and self-respect and we've got so many so many memes and and statements we've gotten from poets and and smart people <laughs> um, but really they they all are rooted in self-esteem self-care and self-respect you deserve to have that type of relationship with whoever, whether it's a romantic relationship, family, friends, work, rooted in respect. Mm -hmm. Um, I can remember, um, well, I talked about that other situation on one of the videos about being at work and the culture of that environment was really um, short Mm -hmm. Uh, comments that were usually negative, biting, and it just was the way of that, that environment I worked in. But to me, I felt like that wasn't self-respect and it wasn't, um it wasn't respectful for me. And for me not to speak up would be not having self-respect um, and not taking care of myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it would definitely lower my self-esteem. So in situations and you're, you're in situations that violate your personal boundaries and you don't, handle those, then you may not be taking care of yourself and, um, not having respect for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, set a time to have a discussion about it. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Going out and talking with the person, individual that disrespected you or, um, doesn't display a respectful behavior towards you in that environment, and it may be something you need to talk to a supervisor about the environment altogether, Mm -hmm. or one of the agencies that actually assist with these types of situations when you, there's nothing you can do to um, straighten that out. If your, your boss is all in on this disrespectful behavior, then you really need to seek help outside. And that's having respect for yourself and taking care of yourself by reaching out to these agencies.
0: Yeah, I agree. So before we move to the, what to do during the discussion, um, I want to come back to that last bullet point. This is setting the, the time to have the discussion. That goes back to the whole confrontation thing, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's... You can spend two hours writing down and thinking mm-hmm. about and plotting out, um, clearly defining what your your boundary issues are and what they're rooted in and why you feel you need or not getting and all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But then comes that crucial moment of saying, OK, now I want to set a time to have that discussion. Mm-hmm. So if you, that's the bigger piece. Right. Because without taking that step, it, it never it's never going to change. So that's why I want to keep coming back to reiterating the there is an action part above and beyond just identifying and clearly defining what the issue is. Then you physically do have to go do something about it, whether as what Mina was saying about if it's a work thing, maybe there's an organization within the company you can report that to or take it to a superior. If it's a more of a personal or romantic type relationship, saying listen. Um, I have a few things I think we need to talk about. I don't want to do it right now, but this Saturday, two o'clock, let's meet, I don't know, coffee here, wherever you want to do, but carve out a specific time and space to do it so that you're in the right mind space when you, when you get ready to have that discussion. And both of you can actually focus. It's mm-hmm. because it's not in the moment of when 10 other things are going on. You're trying to get the kids together, to go right. out and door for school and, you know, that's not the time to have the conversation because that person is not truly engaged. So that's why setting a time specific Mm -hmm. to being able to do it is key. And then obviously getting over that hurdle of avoiding the confrontation to do so is is also important.
1: And the, the other thing about setting a time is, yeah, it might not be the right time when it's happening, but there's the emotional part of when it's happening, because you, you most likely will have these emotions that are there. And what you say at that time might not be what you really wanted to say or what you thought would work in the situation. It might be something that might drive a um, response from the other person. And then you're in an argument, right? Mm-hmm. So it, to setting the time gives you time to think about it and then come back to it in an appropriate way when you do
0: talk about it. Agreed. Uh, yes, for sure. For sure. So let's look at the other half of the slide here. So you know, we're again in the the boundary discussion area. And now what to do during discussion. So we've got five bullet points here to dive into. And, and these are very important things to cover as well. Um, number one, have, a, have an open conversation and be honest. And so again, as Mina mentioned a little while ago, sounds simple. Not. <laughs> sound, oh, I, can do feelings, yeah. I can do that. That's easy, right? Not so much. Not so much. much. Not yeah. much. Um, <laughs> because setting boundaries is a feeling thing. That's yes. a, it's about your feelings. Um, so how comfortable are you at, or how good are you at being able to express your feelings about whatever because that's really what you're doing um and then as it as it says here as you do go about putting your feelings out there uh, trust that they're going to be received that the other person is going to mm-hmm. show some care and, and all of that because if you don't feel that way then you're probably not going to be as open or as honest as you really should be mm-hmm. so that that's part of it but then that brings that's also all Another conversation, and he's yeah, to that's a about decision, why. yeah, right. yeah. You right. So let's move on to the next bullet point, and then we'll I want to circle back on a couple of these as well. So uh, take the other person's feelings into account, and I that's there because that's that's a two way street. So you are the person expressing your feelings um, about what you feel, what you need, what you're not getting, uh, what you want, uh, all these different things. Uh, in that take into account the other person's feelings. So, you know, don't hit them over the head with a hammer, per se, mm-hmm. because that's not going to be productive. Now, what should happen in that, though, is, is if both parties are kind of working from this, these same bullet points, they need to also take into account your feelings and what mm-hmm. you're sharing, right, and how they react and the fact that they take the time to listen, etc. So focusing on these things from the standpoint of when this discussion is happening, this is a two-way exchange. It's not a one-way exchange. So all of these rules apply in both directions. So just being aware of that. Uh, third bullet point, show sure respect for differences of a, an opinion or perspective. And again, very important because you you are two individuals. You've chosen to have a relationship and whatever that's based in. Um, But you are still two individuals, so you are going to have a difference of opinion and probably a difference in perspective on many things, as as time goes by. Uh, And just having a respect for that is going to be important. And next bullet point: state, and this goes back to what Mina was saying a a little bit ago about being lied to. State your deal breakers, but allow for minor infractions. So basically, a lie. No no, 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 that's, that's really not what, not, not that's what it means. not, mean. okay,
1: it's not what what's I mean. it's a minor infraction
0: on a lie? So we'll come back, we'll come back on that. So well, let me finish. <laughs> and then the last bullet point is, listen to the other person's boundaries and needs as well. So that goes back to what I said. It's a two-way conversation, right? Setting the boundaries, needs, what I want, what I need, what I don't want, uh, what I'm experiencing, uh, positive and negative that is a, a, it's all a two way street. So you have to be respectful and listen in both directions as you're sharing your way through it. Okay. So let's jump back up one. And this is the one Amina was talking about a minor here about
1: infraction.
0: a minor, infr- minor infraction, right? So to be clear on what they're talking about there is um, your deal breaker in your case, Amina is your deal breaker. So your deal breaker is being lied to. Yeah. It doesn't matter white lie, small lie, big lie, you're, it, it, it is what it is. But what they're saying is, let's say when you're putting together this list of boundaries, let's say you come up with a list of eight things, mm-hmm. then you want to put a, a, an additional filter on there to say of these eight things, which of them are absolute deal breakers if they're violated? Mm-hmm. And then which of them say, okay, well, if he violates this once or she violates this one once, uh, it's not the end of the world. I'm not going to kick out. Of, you know, it's not World War Three. Those are where we're allowing for the minor infractions because people are going to make mistakes. We're not perfect. Right. But that's why you have to clearly state which ones are truly the deal breakers. And those are the ones that the person knows because you've made it clear. These are the ones you must respect because you break this. It's a deal breaker. Does that
1: make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And it's going to be different for different relationships, different types. Like family, you, me personally, I'm never putting a family down. Like I'm done with them. Absolutely. I'm never want to do that. Might take a break, cool it off period, but to put them down totally, no. And depending on how close you are with that family member, minor infractions, um, it's just not, it's just not in the play because if they if say lie to you, certain people, if they lie to you, you can't just, for me, I couldn't just be like, I'm just done, right? So mm-hmm. um, even the minor infractions is just don't apply in that case for me.
0: Right, right. But Agreed. I could
1: talk to them about those boundaries and mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, and like you said, it is gonna vary based on a few things: um, the mm-hmm. type of relationship, like right, you said, family, right. friend, social, uh, mm-hmm. marriage. Mm-hmm. Then also the length of the relationship. Right. If it's new, then yeah, yeah you, these may be the first times you're even having right. these discussions, yeah. and you're expressing to them that this is a deal breaker. And in their minds, it's like, yeah, whatever, because it's a new relationship. They don't understand right. what makes you tick. Right. And that mm-hmm. when you say, "This is the line, don't cross it." Right. That, that's exactly what you mean. Because you this
1: don't have the, to. Right. You can tell the truth, right? <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. So it's a it's a it's a learning process too. Mm-hmm. So versus, you know, if this is five years in, whole different discussion than two months into a relationship, right? So that's what we have to look at. So this is, as we said, boundaries. The discussion phase of it. This is when you want to sit and actually have the talk. Mm-hmm. So important things. It is a conversation. It is a two-way conversation. Uh, Honesty is key. Confrontation will happen because there are going to be differences in perspectives uh, and opinions. Um, Keeping your feelings in check, taking the other person's feelings into account, Mm -hmm. um, being able to truly clearly understand and know what things are absolutely a solid brick wall boundary. Mm -hmm. And those are the deal breakers, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other ones are the ones that are kind of drawn in sand, you know, the line mm-hmm. in the sand as they say. And that that line may move, it may shift. Yeah, those those kinds it. of things. Right.
1: Right.
0: Uh and, and being part of all of that. And as I said, listening to the other person. So it's 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 a it's a it's a two way interchange. It's not mm-hmm. my way or the highway right. in, in this discussion. So what else? Anything else you want to chime in on? That mean. <laughs> just thinking when
1: you were saying listening to the other person it's not my way or the highway you know baby sometimes i need to lie <laughs> just little lies
0: <laughs> probably another good su- subject for a video in the future uh a topic you know is, is it is it okay to say you know that moment <laughs> when she says baby does this dress make me look fat and you're like oh yeah Ooh, yeah. No, you you are and, a beautiful queen, right?
1: And that could be with
0: friends, right? Oh right. yeah, I just, I just, yeah, hey, yeah, girl, absolutely. I'm
1: Is it, you know, I, I, yeah. I would say for the most part I would tell the truth, but if it's something minor and it's just not really a big deal, I might just say, "Oh, you look fine. No, don't worry."
0: Yeah. Well, we'll have that. That might be a, <laughs> another topic. That
1: could be us. a whole. That's video. a whole. Video.
0: That's, that's <laughs> a whole video by itself. So. But again, You're these are. Lie. Okay. Yeah. The, right. Is his, you know, by degrees, right? Yeah. You have to rank them now. And say, that's an eight. Now you can't use that. But if it's a two, then yeah, you can let that one slide, right? And have a whole sliding scale.
1: Tell your wife her butt doesn't look big. Or tell your wife her butt does look big.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Might be a compliment for you, you know. Right? <laughs> no. Who knows? All it's right. Not that. So that's going to take us to the last slide for today. And this is where we get into the VOV question of the day. And this is, how healthy are the boundaries in your important relationships? And that's Mm. the question that we want you to ask yourself, um, especially when you go back and filter it through um, what it's talked about on the the previous slide about self-esteem, self-care, self-respect because those are the foundational filters that boundaries should be set through and and, and monitored by because if you in any way don't feel like the you're getting those things that you it's impacting your self-esteem your mental and emotional health are at risk because of the self-care that's not being taken care of for you and then obviously respect is is a big piece you know Mina's one of the triggers being lied to that's a respect thing uh, right i mean right off the top right that, that that's showing a lack of respect by them not telling you the truth um and an so omission
1: this is a lie what's that an omission is a lie
0: an omission is a lie is it
1: yes okay. yes see you know he omits you can tell
0: Who he's an omitter. an omitter <laughs> i'm not an omitter I, I just don't say anything at all is, is that the same thing
1: yes
0: no, it's not. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation we can have about lies. Can be a
1: whole video, yeah. Are omissions lies?
0: oh mission? well.
1: Uh-oh, somebody's left. <laughs> yeah, it's true. See, that person supports me. They believe. That's another one we probably don't agree on, right?
0: As far as... Omissions
1: being lies.
0: Well, I don't know. Are they lies?
1: They're levels. You're saying there's levels. I... Uh,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm not right, saying I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything
1: Omit I'm not
0: saying anything I'm just saying that um,
1: On a need to know Oh that's Patricia On a need to know basis That's him That is you You're an omitter On a need to know basis She need to know They don't need to know Yeah
0: Yeah So need to know basis right That's the that's comment true. we got Thank you, um, And that's true. <laughs> that, that, that's probably true, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, I guess the thing to look at, too, when you when you think about it from that standpoint is, do, you, do we really need to uh, talk about those things and, and uh, share every little intimate detail of it, I guess? Oh, about you? <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not specific to me
1: i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> it's, it's not about me i'm just um,
1: kidding i'm sorry brian
0: <laughs> it, it, it's quite all right so now let's get back to it okay. um
1: how healthy are how healthy are the boundaries in your, your important
0: relationships so that is the question of the day and so that's huh. what we want you to, you to take away from this right. is that question and then with the information that we've shared about what a boundary is uh, what types of healthy boundaries you should be looking to set uh, the process for going about setting those boundaries. Mm-hmm. What changes do you need to make? Uh, if any, maybe, maybe you feel that, like, Hey, I'm good. I don't, I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about it, but I, I will tell you that just based on where we are in our world today, the different things that are changing, the rapid pace of change because of COVID and many other things, yeah. um, Boundaries have probably shifted for a lot of people, and they might not even realize it because they are distracted by all right. of what's going on. Uh, even if you, you go back a year, you know, we had the political things that were happening and people were focused mm-hmm. on that, you know, and just all kinds of different challenges. So now is the time for some, some self-care, some self-healing, um, some redirection. And that that's really what we're talking about and that's you know with vov that's what our focus is is right. to kind of help you with those relationships or give you some tools and some some guidance to help you be able to better manage all of the things that just bombard you right. day by day from internal external direct one-on-one relationships all of that plays into your emotional health your mental health uh, and, and across the board so that's yeah. the question Go
1: ahead. I got one thing about this that I want to make sure I say. We were talking about cell phones and, well, not cell phones, we are talking about the digital um, arena. And for me, I think setting boundaries with this dang phone um, is important as far as like the notifications, your location, and, and if you have a new phone, check out your location area. because it might be on. Mm-hmm. I realized the other day it was on. I never turned my location on, but I guess with a download or something, or when I got the new phone, I didn't turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's important because so mm-hmm. many apps are after your location, right? Mm-hmm. Not just that you might have somebody, somebody out there trying to track you. Make sure you look at the boundaries with your phone. and the notifications and the the different apps, the Facebooks, the Instagrams and the notifications. Maybe it's too much in your life set those boundaries. The other thing um, I wanted to bring up was try it out. Sit down and have that conversation about a boundary that's being violated. Do a little bit at a time. This isn't all at at one time you need to change this so you can feel better mental health wise. it's more of a try a little bit and try a little bit more. Try one person that you trust and start with them. And just do a little bit at a time until yep. you feel like you're getting to that autonomy. Amen. That's regulation. But that's all I had to say. <laughs>
0: yeah, And I, and I want to piggyback on that real quick, uh, especially about the digital presence mm-hmm. and digital device and phone in particular. Um, with setting boundaries because one of the other things that comes up quite a bit is from a boundaries standpoint is what's okay from who you communicate with oh, yeah. right mm-hmm. who are you texting uh it's so and so why are you texting them at 1 a.m i mean you know it's those mm-hmm. kinds of things right so setting those boundaries in, in those areas too is an important thing wow. because you know that is a great question. Why are you texting so-and-so at 1 a.m.? You know, right. what, what's going on with that? So having mm-hmm. those discussions about those types of boundaries, and then, again, as I think you mentioned, too, when we were talking about the digital presence, putting it down, just mm-hmm. literally putting the mm-hmm. phone down mm-hmm. for whatever amount of time, for whatever reasons, so that you can have a better interaction and connection with mm-hmm. the person that's actually there with you. And we're all guilty of it. We're We're sitting there. You know, we're having dinner with the person. The phone is, like, right there. And the moment Mm -hmm. a notification pops up, we're Mm
1: -hmm. looking at the
0: phone and touching the phone Mm -hmm. and not even communicating with Mm -hmm. the person in front of us. Uh, And, you know, I know there are a lot of families that at the table, phones are not Mm -hmm. allowed. You know, that's a boundary. The mom has said, you know what? When we sit down at this dinner table, no phones. Mm Maybe yeah. that's a boundary that needs to be considered in some of your yeah. other relationships, right? right. Uh, so that you have that uh, s- space where you can connect better and communicate better, because that's what tends to happen. Now you have this excuse or this reason, this uh, kind of wall that's between you, which is the device that's there in your hand. So yeah. I think that's very important too.
1: I've seen people at restaurants put their phones face down, everybody put their phones face down, or push them over together and so that no one's touching the phones.
0: Yep, I recently went to a gathering at someone's house and it wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot of people. It was the eight people that were there, but the host said, had a a basket at the door and said, we're going to make sure we all interact for a while. So as you come in the door, put your phone in the basket, the basket stayed by the front door of the house. We were outside on the patio. So, he took that step to say, you know, mm-hmm. I want this to be about us and the people that are here. And it was for his wife's birthday. So he wanted mm-hmm. everybody to kind of be engaged with that and not be distracted by our phones. And then obviously when it came time to bring out the birthday cake, he's like, I know everybody wants to take a picture, so you can run and grab your phone now, and, you know, get your <laughs> get your photos, but then I'm gonna put them back. So that's a boundary that he set it's in his, his house. house. So he has the right to to, to yeah. set that type of boundary. Right. So I think that's an important yeah. thing to consider. Uh, and that's just a great example of what we mean by a boundary, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and how, based on the situation, that's how he felt that boundary should be set so that the group that was there could really enjoy and appreciate the time that we had together versus right. being distracted by who's on Facebook, who's doing that, and what's the score in the ball game, those <laughs> kinds of things. I mean, yeah. Because men, we're guilty of that. And we're the phone, we're watching the game, and she's talking, and you're like, huh? Yeah, huh? Oh, it's a home run. Yeah. And like, what did she say? No clue, right? And there's some women who love sports that, that same way. So I'm not going to say it's just men that do that.
1: Yeah. We but have our things too, other that's than true. sports.
0: That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. And you know, me and I were just talking right now. What we're really just sharing now is to help you better understand you know people take the word boundary and they think it's this specific yeah. concrete kind of thing and yeah. it's really not it can apply to so literally good. just about anything yeah um, but understanding that and then being able to then go about applying those boundaries setting those boundaries shifting the boundaries as as things change that's what's yeah. going to be important so anything what, what's your last thoughts before we wrap up for today
1: oh my last thoughts would be like i said try it try it out start small, and then keep doing it, and you'll feel better about life, about having to deal with certain situations, and it becomes a little bit easier. Um, It's kind of a a bit of courage that you have when you start speaking up, because you're speaking up for yourself, and then you're trying to understand that other person's boundaries also that you're dealing with, whether it's family, like I said, family, friends, or romantic relationships. Try it out. Just right. it.
0: See how it goes. Go. could not agree more. So my final thoughts are going to go back to um, what I was saying earlier about the whole challenge of this setting the time to actually have the conversation. Yeah. That's that's the last final step that just needs to happen. Right. Yeah. So making sure that you do uh, not only document and, and in your mind or on paper or however you go about doing it, what the boundary discussion needs to be about, but then actually scheduling the time and having the discussion. Taking that action step for that moment is, is gonna be the, the most important piece of it. Mm-hmm. And then understanding that through it, there may be some conflict and it may be mm-hmm. some uncomfortable, um, but look at the reward on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. That's what you really wanna focus in on is how, how much better, how much stronger the relationship mm-hmm. is going to be as you get through to the other side of it. And, and let that be your focus and let, 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 let that be what drives you. And that's really mm-hmm. what's gonna matter. Uh, that, that's the important piece of it. So that, that's my final thoughts. As I said, we're going to wrap up for today. Uh, thank you for joining us. We greatly appreciate you being part of the, the VOV Network family. Uh, it's important to us that we get comments and feedback because what we're doing is really all about uh, everyone out there, as as I always share and talk about. Uh, I think we just found our subject for our next, <laughs> next session, and and that's going to be confrontation uh, and how to
1: com- be better. Com- at-
0: deal with it because it seems to be the recurring theme for the last few sessions of where the greatest roadblock and hurdle has been is is, is confrontation uh, so we're going to dive deep into that uh that and that session will actually be in two weeks because That's next great. week is labor day weekend so me and i are gonna take the weekend off and yeah. we'll not have a session on september 3rd uh september 4th actually that is so the next one will be on september 11th And that topic, again, will be confrontation.
1: Confrontation.
0: For today's session, you can watch the replay on our Facebook group. Uh, You can also see it on our YouTube channel, and we will be uploading just the audio-only version of this if you want to check that out on our podcast, on the VOV Network podcast. So we have multiple ways to catch it and see it later. And also be sure, if you got any value out of this, definitely like, hit that like button, uh, and then Click subscribe if you're on mm-hmm. YouTube so that you get notifications in the future for our upcoming sessions or any of our live sessions. We look forward to seeing you there. Uh, that's kind of it for today for me. Yeah. You know, what, 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 what? What did you like to say before we get out of here?
1: You watch. Go ahead and comment. Say something. Just if you have a question or you've got a topic that you want to see us do, go ahead and make a comment. We read them.
0: Yes, we do. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, we do. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for taking the time again. It's all about you guys being here and joining us as a family at the VOB Network. Until next time, take care. Be safe out there for sure. And much aloha.
1: Bye-bye. Take care. Take care.